Hi, I'm Lee. I'm Joe. And I'm Eric, Terminator 2 expert. Wow, and besides that, we are the Rewinders, rewatching childhood movies to see if they still hold up. And this time we watched Terminator 2. Eric let it out of the bag early. Judgment Day. Oh, I'm... Not that it wouldn't have been the no. label on any anything. Yeah, as you're downloading it, you would. If people click on it. If you could know about it. We are a little bit different. Maybe not a little bit different, but um, I guess we have two We're two different. Yes, uh Eric's an expert on this movie. That's true. A childhood expert. And Joe hates this movie for some reason. (laughs) That's weird. No, no, you just watched it again recently. Do you still have those same feelings, Joe? Uh, So there definitely is something that happened at this point in the movie. Oh, I'm looking at his notes. It just says, Eddie, anger, anger, scribbles, and I think you even ripped the paper with your pen. I have that too. I have it right here, exclamation points. It's not that bad. But yeah, we'll get we'll get into it. Probably the exact same scene of there. There's girl. an arc to the anger, and mm-hmm. then it just falls off because there's nothing to be angry at anymore. Did anything in the movie make you angry, Eric? Angry? Angry? No, I would not say there anything made me angry. So I'm sorry, I didn't take notes either. No, you don't have to take notes because no, no you're an you're expert, an expert. You, you don't, don't need, need notes. No, no, we need ah, notes. You're ah, the expert. Okay. So why, how, and why are you an expert? Um, it was one of the few VHS cassettes that I owned mm. as a child. I got it for my birthday or Christmas. I don't remember. But when I got it, it was pretty damn exciting. I probably watched it 200 times. I don't know. There were times where it you would... You just stop and then rewind it and it, watch I wouldn't again. even stop it. it the v- VHS will eventually rewind itself if you yes. let it play to the end. So that, that happened a what couple times. What kind of madness is this? A magical world where you can watch Terminator 2 again and again and again, Joe. Well, think of what you can do with technology today. You could set your A point at the very beginning of the movie and nope. your B point at the very end of the movie, and it will loop forever. I had to do mouse, but no, this I is don't a, have that technology. You press play and the, has that the VCR, and well, wait, well, maybe not. I, I watched know. it on my same VHS on mm-hmm. my VH, VH. No, I didn't. <laughs> and you only had the uh, thre- uh, theatrical cut, right? Yeah, it was yeah. whatever came out first sure. in uh, Shopco. So you probably remember every bit of this movie. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if I could chronologically tell you every line. No, but I mean, <laughs> no, I don't need like pretty a, close. So you could tell play. us every line out of order. Ooh. If you held a gun to my head, possibly. I don't know. I don't have a gun. What if a, what if Joe makes a sharp uh, edged weapon out of his arm and yeah. pointed at your throat? I'm not an expert, but I don't. I don't think that would make good internet radio. So let's not do that. Let's I'd not just do say that. that. I might be able to. All right. So we have Joe on the other side. And you saw this as a kid, too, yes? Yes. Okay. Probably in the theater. I don't even remember. Sure. And did you hate it back then, too? Or do you hate it now as an adult? No, it it became something that it just was, I think, after a viewing or two, I just had enough of it. And then everyone else around me was like, Okay, we'll get into And I'm like, I don't know. And then eventually, because of their excitement, Excitement, you hate it more. Hooray, dude. I, I was like, I'll just go sleep. You know, whatever. I'll do anything else beyond this. But you like Joe, uh, Joe Cameron movies? <laughs> um, uh, James Cameron movies, right? Most of them, yes. Yeah. This is a very much James Cameron movie, too. It's It's got all his staples in it. Okay, okay. But I won't uh, get into that either. So I guess I'll be more of a mediator than, I mean. Okay. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, but I'm on Eric's side, unfortunately. So I'm not going to be a very good mediator. I mean... It's you against the world, Joe, really. <laughs> Fine, I can take him. <laughs> there might be one other person in Utah. Sorry, Utah, that hates this movie, but... Uh, I understand. Like, like, what are your, your top five things that you dislike about this movie? All the things that I dislike about this movie are encased in one actor. Eddie Furlong? Yes. Mm. Eddie Furlong, okay. So, uh, I'll get in... Do oh, you want me to do the plot, Joe, since then you, can, you guys can jump in and... Tell us about sure. Go yeah, ahead. we'll do it that way. So then sounds good. Yeah, so Eric, just jump in anytime that you want to. Like, I, if I skip over something in in the plot, and you're like, "Can we go back and, you get, when you and rewind?" You and jump rewind. over the bar. Yep, and had to jump over the bar. So you're just putting this on the internet, unedited. All this is going up. No Unless you say something horribly racist, mm. or <laughs> and just, I'm just going to loop that in the background and make it into like a <laughs> dance remix song. So yeah, just I'm measuring up. my words because. Sure. Obviously, no one wants to look like a fool on the internet. Most it's it's impossible to look like a fool. What? <laughs> so we start off. Uh, it is slow motion in L.A. It's 1991. Cars everywhere, but there's ominous music. And then, bam! We're in the future, 2029. 
hellscape. And then Sarah Connor does one of her many... Now, this part I think is cheesy, her voiceovers throughout the entire movie. I don't know what you think. Is it cheesy because you just don't like her voice? Or is it cheesy because it's a... It's cheesy because of her dialogue. She's a very serious person. She's seen 3.5 billion people die, and it is that's true. Up. That I, I suppose and so. I, I agree. Taken out of context, I think uh, she's way too over serious. But you know, this is like the end of the world. She, the she, end of the world, man. Yeah, okay, Joe. Do you think she's got some? The cheesy first videos? movie made you read. This one took a step up and said, "Hey, we're going to read for you, and we're not even going to give you the words. We're going to coddle you." I like being coddled. Because we're going to assume either A, you don't know how to read, or B, you need to be talked to. All right. I, I think most most movies tell you things. Is that not true? They tell you, they tell you and show you With visually. voices, not, not words. Well, if and, all the movie does is tell you things, it's going to be a bad movie. It should show you things. It all does right. show us things, as it shows us it does. tank treads crushing human skulls again It's in an park. improvement over the yes. first movie's future. Definitely, and we're seeing the, the resistance or whatever, humans fighting robots, and it looks so much better than the first one. Except. Except? The humans. The humans. Somehow, now, they all have janitor outfits. They're in the military. They're in the resistance. They were in the military in the resistance in the last movie, and they looked like, you know... What should, we, what should they be wearing? Why? How do they have uniforms if they're in a world that looks like that? They could, we don't know. There could be a militia from Michigan. That and, knits and all day long? They all had, They were ready for this because the future has been changed already now, and so maybe they're more prepared for the battle. Do we have evidence that the future has been changed? I can't answer that. But you're just saying that it doesn't look as gritty, and that's probably going to be your main complaint, that the first movie was very gritty and and dangerous, and this is just now stylized? No. I think they have one robot, and they sent it back in time, but they probably have more than one robot, and robots are good at making cloth. So my theory is that they have a bunch of wait, guys wait, with wait, like Arnold Schwarzenegger knitting So in the, the robots made the human army uniforms? Like, here you go, guys. Yeah, now after we're they program them. Wow. Robots are versatile. Okay. I see what Eric's trying to say. Mm-hmm. Because they, I mean, they sent Arnold back in time. They reprogrammed yeah. him. We don't know what other robots there are. There could be cloth-making robots. Because they have to make clothes for the Terminators to infiltrate. It's I think true. Eric's right. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna, that we, makes sense. So, so that's why... And, and maybe they we don't know Joe they could be they're wearing those uniforms because they are kevlar coated and protected maybe they they mask their heat signature so predators can't see them either no one can see my face right now but it's very squished and not buying it i believe in terminator 3 which i haven't seen they went into this uh detail about the robots making uniforms after they've been reprogrammed so but is that the one with the girly terminator i couldn't yes. tell you but okay. i believe it has something to do with fabric well if it's a female terminator it's gotta be about clothes and that one the female terminator gets inflates her boobies to make them bigger at a point and arnold schwarzenegger is in it with a southern accent does she kill I, with high heels i don't think she does with her. I don't remember. And it's enough. okay. It's okay. So back to uh, Terminator Two, <laughs> Judgment Day. Oh uh, yeah. So we're just seeing the hellscape, and then we see a uh, a old John Connor with a big scar on his on his cheek. Hey Joe, how do you get that scar? Why don't you smart me about this? <laughs> we get a voiceover then from Sarah Connor, know. and there's flameage, and she's saying, "Yeah, we're going." The they they sent back. A Terminator again. If I'm not mistaken, he gets that scar in the fourth or fifth movie. Didn't I? I saw the third one maybe twice, and saw the fourth one once. In the Is theater. there a fifth that movie? Was yes. Okay. Terminator Genesis. So which I did it's not in see. The, it's in that movie because I showed sure. up late and I watched the last like 20 minutes of it, mm-hmm. and the last 20 minutes weren't bad. And uh, he gets uh, cut in the face. And oh, that's probably good. where that comes good. from. Good, we got an explanation where a dumb scar came from. Yeah. The good. two guys, the two John Connors look nothing alike, though. No, they don't. Because... Eddie Furlong and the guy in the future. No, 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 the future this, guy this, this guy. time and Batman do not look alike ah, at all. Gotcha. That's very true. But then we get awesome music and depressing the world being destroyed. Playground on fire. Everything's on, playground on fire. And then, yeah, Terminator comes They had to make flame-ish. the set they just showed you by burning it. Yeah. After they showed us when yeah. it was prior burnt. Exactly. I, they love you that much, Joe. They mm-hmm. did all that for you. Just for me? Mm-hmm. Some other people. All right. 
So the first scene we see, yeah, Ter- uh, Arnold, who is not as uh, Slim bulky, down. slimmed down, but it's been t- nine years, ten years since the first one. So what year is this? Ninety two? Ninety one. Ninety one? Yep. Okay. Eighty four was the other one, so okay. math. There I don't know. No, don't don't no, not don't, gonna do don't, it. Don't not do gonna do end that. up don't do bother that. Do, bother doing math. That would be simple to do. Yeah. But the biker bar scene. Wait a minute. Before we get into that. Sure. I have more beef with the opening segment. Really? Yes. Okay. It looked right. really cool. And it does. It does. Models, rear projection. It does. It does. I'm not going to... Lasers? Yes. It does look all good. But why, why, why did they, if they're robots and they can build themselves, build Terminators with legs and arms yes. and make them hold big, bulky guns? Yes. And have teeth. Robots from the future are stupid. Yep, and that's what we didn't talk on in the, in the last episode. I was going to also mention, if yeah, that's one big problem with this movie. Besides the time travel, is yeah, if they can make, if they have all these resources, why don't they make a thousand of the hovered drones that they have in future movies and just send those out and kill everyone? Spend yeah. less resources than making flesh, making skeletons to hold guns. Yeah, all that stupid. But Joe, you're nitpicking this movie way too much, more than you have any other movie. I think unnecessarily. Don't you think so, Eric? Yes. <laughs> yeah. See, I got backup. I, 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 I can't really argue with that point about what tactically you should build or not build or anything. Yeah. Uh, I just, I, I guess I don't care because it's, it's just because like the backdrop it, for the movie. Yep. It's, yeah. Because you can't take the movie too seriously. But yes, if Joe was in charge of what robots Ooh. build, what robots, I'm sure humanity would be wiped out much quicker. So. I guess there so. There we go. Scoring for humans and yep. Point, point for Joe. Yes, uh, the, the Terminators. Are okay, stupid, we can move on really. to the biker bar. Biker bar scene. Uh, biker bar. Eric. Eric. <laughs> Arnold needs <laughs> needs clothing, and he's got a big dong. Everyone checks him out. Everyone checks him out, which is fun. Apparently, in the behind the scenes, which is which, which I just recently watched on YouTube, they had he was wearing a uh, board topic. shorts that were oh. pink, uh, purple, and green, and so everyone was reacting to that. And his big junk, I assume. Give yeah, me- I, I, the big junk thing was implied, Probably. even if he was wearing shorts. But then he gives me, give me your clothes and your motorcycle. I need your clothes, your keys, and your wallet. See, there you go. A little bit of a fight scene, but he doesn't kill anyone in this fight. But it is kind of brutal. I mean, he stabs a guy through the shoulder. Oh. Yeah, I can't imagine that guy living. Maybe he did. Well, he could live through that. Well, he'll just... probably have arm uh, nerve yeah. issues for the rest of his life. That that dagger that that Nazi or that biker whoever he was the the bad guy who were not really concerned about getting stabbed that knife is against the Geneva Conventions so I guess he deserved it because it has a little is it that little hook it's, for the finger to... it's the it's a tri it's a triangle shaped blade oh it was yeah eep yeah but eep. but skirmishes in bars are not held to the Geneva Convention are you sure. I'm pretty sure local laws will supersede the uh, Geneva Convention. <sighs> All right. Well, maybe L.A. has a special exception that says you can have triangular blades. I Maybe they do. I don't know. Maybe in this uh, past, future, not, never mind. Future, past, future. past, future, that didn't exist. Past, future. Timeline. Sorry, he, I shouldn't get us off track with nope, shapes of blades. I didn't realize that was, uh, I didn't notice it. It looked fancy. Ex- expert. Yes. Movie. Yeah, exactly. Jesus. But then he gets his uh he gets his shotgun the guy's bike and we hear bad to the bone which was a little cheesy liked it but loved it, it I love it it's cheesy and stupid and it's just I'm enjoying it now because it's I like the tone of it what's dumb though is he gets an 1887 pump uh, lever action shotgun which I've never seen for sale I know they exist but where do you get one of those from Bartenders well, at biker bars? In, in, or ask, yeah, not to steal from that biker. Yeah, I guess I didn't know a whole lot about guns when I was a kid, but mm-hmm. it's definitely unique. And Yes. Uh, may, maybe that was the whole point. That was the, the, whole, I mean, whole, the whole point, point was to be able to spin it. When, spin it to reload he, it with one arm yeah. while driving a motorcycle and look super badass. Well, it, it stuck out in my mind yeah. as being a freaking cool weapon when I was and a kid. And it is freaking cool. I like it. And then we get Terminator... Two coming in from space time. Or do we get yeah. introduced to Eddie Footlongs first? Uh, no, because at this point, yeah, it's uh, the, the T-1000 comes in and it's Robert Patrick. And he wasn't anybody before this movie. He was just Robert Patrick before he was John Doggett or name another Robert Patrick character. The brother of there the guy in no filter. Oh, oh. Oh, that's not really a character. That's who he is. <laughs> that's fine. He kills a police officer and later on we know that he can 
imitate anything. So, but when you're first watching it, oh, he probably just killed that police officer and took his clothes. But it goes, but here's when he goes into the cop car and he just types in John Connor, and there's only one John Connor in L.A. And he finds him. Well, they killed all the other Sarah Connors. They can't oh, have kids out of wedlock oh, uh, and name them John. So, actually, that's a good part about the movie then, Joe, that you, you found, like, hey, they fixed a glaring, dumb plot hole or mistake. No. Okay. Well, we're introduced to Eddie Footlong now. Eddie Furlong. On the overpass behind the T-1000 is a spray-painted picture of what looks to be Dr. Frankenfurter. Didn't even notice. There you go. Okay. Cool. I, I don't think I've ever noticed that detail nope. either. But we're... Ta-da! Uh, yeah. Foster parents. The, I didn't know that the mom was played by Vasquez from Aliens. What? That's Yeah, that's her. That's the same actress. What? Yeah. Yeah. That's her. And then the the, the, the dad is like uh, Xander Berkeley or something his name is. He's, seen her, he's been around in With movies. a name like Xander. With an X. <laughs> Anyway, but yeah, and got redheaded kid is mullet is, uh, ginger is John mullet Connor's ginger. little yep is his friend, and it's the ginger from those movies we saw. Yes, big and uh, okay, big trouble in yep. little no not um the other the shrinking movie Honey I Shrunk the Kids. Yeah, I was gonna say I've been we've been seeing this <laughs> yeah. kid all over the place. Yeah, he's he's around. I think this is the last we're ever gonna see of him. <laughs> it's a big comeback. Oh, we'll, we'll wait Honey, for I it. Shrunk the Kids three. I think Thousand. they made that already. Oh. It's. A, Honey, we blew up ourselves. Honey, we blew up the kids. That's the third one. Honey, we're joining ISIS. That'll be the reboot. A little grittier. Yeah. But, okay, so that's a big problem of the movie for you guys, or for you, Joe. I don't know. I Watching Eddie for long this time, I didn't think he was very annoying at all. And I thought he was a pretty good actor. Uh, I think he's an okay actor. He actually annoyed me a lot more now. More now? Okay. Yes. Uh, I think when I used to watch it, I was a lot younger. Sure. And kids were more tolerable. Huh. Now, if I saw that kid on that bike with his mullet friend, I I would want yeah. to punch him or... Wow. I, I don't know. Joe, you're, Joe's nodding. Uh, th- there's no redeeming qualities about this kid or his friend. I don't care about his friend. I wouldn't, I don't know about redeeming qualities. I just... I thought he was annoying, but how can you connect to the, I mean, the only way you can connect to this kid is in huge, broad strokes of either a, you're adopted or B, you have a crazy mom somewhere Sure. or C, you're young, you're an asshole and understand that young people are kind of annoying. He's he's over the top. He's past annoying. He, he's a dick to people. He is. At least he's not a bland character child that is completely forgettable. I don't know. know. Okay. I guess I'd rather have an annoying kid than someone who you just uh, blends into the background. That's just something I noticed from the first movie to this one is you have a complete flip-flop of characters. So you have Sarah Connor, shy nobody. In this movie, she's a tough badass, but a little bit crazy from from trauma that she's had. Arnold, he was the killer. Now he's the good guy. And he's completely inhuman. And now in this movie, he's becoming more and more human qualities. And John Connor in this one, he is annoying kid but in the future i mean we don't see it but it's implied that he's going to be yes a great leader a badass a badass someone that's respected that people will follow and hear except all those other characters do their arcing in a decent and that's a problem because he doesn't do have a decent and that's always been a problem for me too is i never got to see john connor as an adult and see him be a badass i didn't see in that fourth movie with batman i can't think of uh what's his name val kilmer (laughs) <laughs> there you go. George Clooney. George Clooney, yep. One of the Batmans was in Terminator Salvation. Eric Idle. And, yeah, he just came off as annoying, but that's a different movie. Eric Idle was yeah. not a Batman. But then they go to the mall, and they're, and both of the Terminators find out where they are. And, yeah. But John Connor knows how to hack. His mom taught him that? His mom taught him all His these real mom? tools. Uh, yeah, to, to uh, figure out a pin. Also, she was sleeping around with a bunch of semi-not-legal dudes who probably had criminals. Yeah, Yeah, criminals. And she probably did that on purpose because she's like, I need to teach him everything that I possibly can. He's going to need to get $300 to go to the mall and play Space Defender or Afterburner or whatever. He was playing Missile Command. Missile Command. Who the hell was playing Missile Command at the arcade at that point in time? I probably would if all the other machines were busy. Well, yeah, if they were busy, but they're not. He obviously chose to play a shitty game at the arcade. He's a shitty person who makes shitty decisions. Okay, Eric's right. Man. 
guy's hating on Eddie Footlong. Yeah, but then we have the fight in the hallway behind. As... Afterburner's not a shitty arcade game, though, especially the one that he plays. Yeah, because it's a seated one that moves around with yes, you. Yes, that yeah. one's awesome. Yeah, the ginger kid tries... Uh, stopping T-1000 who's dressed as a police officer he's like oh I think I saw the kid over there you're looking for gets pushed out of the way and we never see that kid ever again thank god pushed him into a time warp he went into the future into Spencer's gifts (laughs) stayed there he's gone but uh, yeah, Arnold has his his usual outfit, but he's got a box of roses where he's oh, hiding his shotgun. Scene. I and love it's in that slow scene. motion. The camera angles low, and he he opens up the flower box and flowers fall down. But he's got a shotgun in the hallway. I had trouble because leading into this scene, I was imagining a whole different Arnold in a shopping mall experience. You're talking about Commando. Yes, I think it's the same mall. I was expecting him to be. <laughs> swinging from decorations yep. and stuff, and it never yeah, happened. And there being like, weird, what uh, happened? Uh, Caribbean type weird music playing. <laughs> Good job, Joe. He was in a mall in another movie. He was like fighting over a toy. Uh, jingle all the way. Okay, right? Sinbad. Yeah, yeah, sure. That was the one I went to when you said. Probably that. wasn't a mall in Twins or a Kindergarten Cop. You know, they wanted to make a sequel to Twins with Eddie Murphy as their as their third twin, even though it's not maybe a triplet. Why would that be funny? Because he's black. There you go. There's a reason why they didn't make it. <laughs> you I like this? Watched it. Do you like this fight scene? I like this fight scene because they're they shoot at each other and, and you they get shoot to see... some Asianish dude with a can of soda and they shoot can... a can of soda. No, 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 a can of Pepsi. Pepsi oh. paid good money oh, to have they? their. <laughs> There's Pepsi products all over this. Oh, okay. Pepsi signs. He's holding Pepsi. Well, it didn't do very uh, well because I watched this movie hundreds of times and I do oh. not like Pepsi. You're a Diet Coke man, though. Yeah, it's yeah. It couldn't it couldn't penenetrate the uh, the, the cons- consumer horrorism couldn't <sighs> penetrate. I guess I may, might associate uh, Coke. Pepsi with violence and getting shot. So yeah, don't drink Pepsi. Someone will shoot you. That's the next instead of a uh, taste of new generation. I Pepsi, like, you get shot. <laughs> I liked when they unloaded their their guns on each other. Then what followed after that really wasn't as exciting. The hand, like them grabbing each other and yeah. smashing each other. I like it because they're robots and they're not saying ow or oof or ooh or grimacing. They're all straight faced and I like that. It's like two big chunks of beef trying to disable yeah. other chunks of beef. Mm-hmm. That one chunk of beef throws the no other finesse. one through no some, win- some windows. And then, and then gets out a hammer, starts tenderizing it, starts up some No, fire. that's way later on. <laughs> you know, he gets tenderized pretty badly. But yeah, quit yeah. foreshadowing, Joe. Oh, sorry. <laughs> the big uh, chasing then in uh, LA's river. Yeah, it's the LA River. Yeah, it's not. It's not. I, real... I know it's not a river, but it's a sewer. It's, uh, basically, well, yeah, like it's drainage. Drainage for made famous heavy by the rains. movie Drive. Er, <laughs> Drive Er. <laughs> I don't know that one with the cereal guy. The, the cereal one? guy. Oh, never mind. The cereal guy. The one who rides a horse. Uh, the white the, horse. That Captain Crunch cereal. Forget uh, it. Forget it. Now I want to figure it out. Yeah, but it's a, a great chase scene. <laughs> Action. Da-da. Yes, amazing. It, it, he's, on, he's on his little motorcycle, but he can't make it. He's getting smashed by the big semi, which which was in the first movie. The semi yes. jumping off the, the <laughs> overpass, which is awesome. And Joel. then smashes in the ground, then would definitely Although wouldn't be able to drive. But weirdness with so semis in the first movie. The second movie takes semis to a whole nother yep. level. They just throw them in everywhere. They're like, what do we need? We need a goddamn semi. Hell and yeah. stops. Hell yeah. So but, uh, I just want to say real quick, the semi yes. that that uh, the T-1000 yoinks is the exact same type and color as a, a toy semi in the first movie that Arnold runs, runs over, over. In, in when he stops the the first Sarah Connors. Well, yeah, uh, there's yeah. this movie's all about callbacks, too. All about callbacks. That's pretty good writing, Joe. <laughs> so part of the reason why I don't care for this chase sequence is because they... Too intense? No. It's the suspension of disbelief that goes on. If you create it in a certain way, you can go along with it. Mm-hmm. To me, they did not create enough suspension of disbelief hmm. to allow a semi to nosedive into concrete and sure. then pop back up and race yeah, like it, nothing it, happened. Yeah, it was, shouldn't have been able to move at all. Or a motorcycle to jump yep. off of a, a cliff, basically, Land. and not nose angle down, not it. angle, just go flat out, mm-hmm. flat down, and yeah. then land perfectly. It looks super and badass. Go on. 
Uh, that this- was controlled by a robot. Robots have computers, <laughs> and they know about uh, like aerodynamics and jumping off shit. Wow, that's uh, okay. Wow, <laughs> I'll I'll pretty eh, good. I'll give that one a slight pass because of I'll give the the robot. You know, he made calculations. Whatever. Does physics agree? I don't know. Uh, and Only the- one way to find out. But I I okay. accept the uh, the T not T one thousand but the uh, one hundred one robot uh, T eight hundred Arnold Arnold pulling Eddie Furlong off of his bike and just setting him in the lap sure I that's ex- fully acceptable to me even though in reality that would be next to impossible they're really hard to do but he's a robot robots yeah. are strong I don't know how much they weigh I, I assume it's a lot because they're made of metal <laughs> but yeah that that little Eddie Footlongs is probably I don't know like a hundred pounds I I yeah no problem. Well, if he weighs that much, would he have not destroyed his Harley Davidson that he jumped into the the riverbed with? Ooh, maybe. Maybe. Because he just makes a really great product that you should all go out and buy. Made in Wisconsin. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. So, Joe, you're saying is this movie doesn't play by its own rules. So a movie has to set up what it can and can't do in it. Yes, that's what you're getting getting to. is is And fantastical, and it's breaking its own rules is what you're trying to say? It doesn't really – it sets rules that are ridiculous, whereas other movies that set ridiculous rules are like superhero movies. Yep. But they're freaking superheroes, and they have – very specific so, control over what they're so doing. So, I guess, I guess here's another example. Let's look at Mad Max Fury Road. It's a silly movie with crazy stuff happening. Yes, with fantastic stunts and whatever. But that movie is insane, and it it it, 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 it that movie plays by its own rules. I see this movie yes. doing the exact same thing. It's playing. It's silly. It's time travel with robots, and there's one that a robot that can change into metal. How does that even work? Who cares? Don't think about it. Think about how cool that is. It's, 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 it's not, not cool? <laughs> I don't think anything in this movie, I mean, besides the time travel and the, and the liquid metal. Yeah. Like, all the things that are kind of done with practical stunts, I didn't find any of them to be completely unbelievable. Yeah. It's like, no. all the things they do, it's like, a, oh, okay. there's probably a chance. You know, like, if you drove ten semis off of the overpass like that, one out of ten times, it might still be drivable. Not at know. the angle that it hits the ground. Okay, maybe not at that angle, but the idea. Is... Yeah, it's the idea, yeah. And it's not completely where it does a flip through the air and then lands and he's shooting the entire time like a like a crazy yeah. Hong Kong action movie. That would be, yes, that's that's way over the top. I'm saying this is contained to this chase sequence. If, My if statements here to... are contained to this okay, chase okay, sequence. Okay, okay, fair enough. If you had to like rely on absolute physics of what is absolutely a hundred percent reliable all the time for car chases, they'd probably be way <laughs> yeah. less exciting in almost all cases. Absolutely. Just saying. Yeah. Otherwise, there'd be no chase. It wouldn't be exciting, and we wouldn't have an action. Movie. You got to have a little bit of something, something going on that you know it doesn't. If they happen. would have changed the angle, <laughs> same of with how the semi <laughs> hits the ground, I would have probably been more. Same okay with, with anyone it. fighting, punching each other. Uh, fights don't last that long. You get punched in the face, you're yeah. probably going down, or the other person hurt their hand. See, but this is falling more into the realm of what you were saying before, like Mad yeah. Max, all that stuff is crazy. This movie's but crazy. But that's what the movie's about, is all that crazy car stuff. This movie isn't about car- crazy car chases. Sure it is. It's about robots beating the crap out of each other. It's all about the to chase, To get Joe. a child. It's completely about a chase. Well, yes, but not just car chases. So it's multifaceted. Sure. And car chases being one of the facets. Sure. I don't know. There's a lot of chasing. Lee's right. <laughs> it's all about being chased by an unstoppable creature. Force. And they go faster this time. On oh. of the first one, which was very slow, they move at a you, faster pace, this movie. Well, Robert Patrick, uh, he's all buff and slim, and he's, he's fit. He, he should he's run marathons. Because mm-hmm. that guy is... He didn't even look like he was breathing in some of those. Yeah, if I created a robot that could take any form and it was made completely out of metal and could do anything, definitely running marathons would be <laughs> top of my list of things for it to do. Or get, get a lot he of could money be a, from marathons. a true Iron Man. All right. Um, so they get away from the, the Terminator 1000 and um, Eddie, Eddie Footlong figures out, oh, okay, you're actually not here to kill me this time. I figured that out for myself. Or I think he says something like that. Yeah. Uh, I like that. Oh, no, I, I don't <laughs> mind that he figures that out. So, but yeah, he, now he's explained everything and uh, we get into the whole, yep, the foster parents are dead and um, 
took over. What's her? What's her? What's his face took over? Robert Patrick took over his mom, killed uh, them all. I'm the, just the knife at, through the head with yeah, through you the milk. Ju- you, you're skipping way. And then they, oh, we can go back to Sarah Connor. Yeah, go ahead. Tell us about Sarah Connor. She's an institutionalized. Is that board. the same psychologist from the first movie? It's the same actor, and he even says that I've been studying this case for years. Yeah. Yeah, and but she's been lifting weights and doing oh, yeah, pull-ups, yeah, yeah. and is that the same Sarah Connor? Yeah, that's that's I can't think of her name offhand, but that's okay. Her. I'm just asking because I don't know. They the the psychologist looks similar. Yeah. Sarah kind of looked like the same person. Well, she doesn't have '80s poofy, terrible hair anymore, and she's yeah, com- she no longer looks like Nigel from Spinal Tap. Oh, I've never seen Spinal Tap. Yeah, I know I should. Sorry, but it's okay. But now she's completely ripped. And yeah, Linda Hamilton, that's her name. She, she stabs got, she got cut. the dude in the knee and uh Oh yeah, she yeah, he she says uh we have her in lockup or other because he stabbed me with a pen one time. Do they show that? In no, the... they didn't show that. They oh, okay. he, he's he's talking to the, the psychologist is talking to a bunch of other guys. Yeah. Uh here are all the cases actually seeing the stabbing. No, that doesn't pen. that doesn't happen. It's just talked about. I thought but, it might have yep. I guess. But then the the, the, uh, the, the big Fat guys give him her me- give her, her meds and beat her up a little beat bit. But I watched the. I guess I didn't. Um, did you guys watch the extended or the theatrical? I only watched the theatrical. Sorry. Okay. In the extended, she she has a dream sequence with uh, Kyle Reese comes in oh. and Michael Bean comes back. You got to go save our son. He's out there alone. You got to get out of here, man. So she tries by pretending that she's getting better, but this, that jerk psychologist, she doesn't believe it. So she flips out on him. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> you mean that competent psychologist? Not in any possible way. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, not taking to the fact that Terminators couldn't exist in real life, it seems like he'd be doing a pretty good job if, if this person was, like, saying all this stuff. Like, that's why I say competent. Like, there's no way anyone would ever believe that. Oh, I see what you're saying. Gotcha. So, yeah, in the, in the, in the movie world, yeah, maybe okay. he's a jerk, but in real life... Totally confident. Sure, that's that's true. <laughs> Around this time too, you you they start doing the change up of what happened at the end of the first movie, where they covered up the accident. Oh, uh, with uh, Miles Dyson, yes. the character that we're introduced to. So instead, in in this version of the world, yeah, Senor Dyson did not create a vacuum cleaner; he created <laughs> Terminators. I'm glad we live in the world we live in that. We have vacuum cleaners and not Terminators. Dyson vacuum cleaners suck. I had one for five years and it broke. What? Are you we'll kidding me? buy a Dyson It's like ever Archimedes, again. Newton, Einstein, Dyson. Dysons are pieces of shit. I, I also have a Dyson and I've had no issues with it, but Lee vacuums a lot more than I do. I got two dogs. Yeah. Yep, did not last. And they were it was expensive. $600 one, whatever it was at the time. Was, Fuck you, was Miles Dyson. So, yeah, fuck this guy. What so a jerk! You, so you're saying he should be making Terminators instead? If, yeah. If a Terminator come in with a can vacuum up, or clean up my house, and look, and it's what just if like came, Arnold? What if it was a Terminator but came with a Dyson vacuum? I'd run for it. <laughs> We're all screwed. Okay, uh, so uh, they were at a truck stop talking about him being a Terminator. I think I, I, he, yeah, he, uh, he kind of learns the rules of how to control a Terminator by voice. Yeah. He, He's, basically, because yeah, on the phone he calls calls his step parents like, and Arnold says they're probably dead because the Terminator has inf- infiltrated and already taken their place, and we see that. That's what I would do, and that's what I would do. <laughs> and uh, then Arnold uses uh, his voice modulator, whatever. Hi, I'm Eddie Footlong. I'm Eddie Footlong. How's How's Wolfie doing? And but the the dog's name is actually Max. Thanks to your trivia knowledge that you posted yeah. on Facebook, I was like, "Ah, oh, that's his dog." Wolfie is James Cameron's actual German Shepherd's dog. I did not know that. Yep. Now I didn't know that until uh, how I old is this up. dog? I don't think Wolfie's around <laughs> it's anymore. Thirty-seven. Okay. Well, you, you you talked to the person. So I thought Sorry, maybe it was like a robot no. No, dog that no. he had paid a billion dollars for. No. T one thousand goes and kills that dog in the extended cut. I think. And, he does, and it's not, it's not nice. Yeah, but uh, now we know that. Yeah, I like the uh, guy getting stabbed in the head with a knife through the neck and through the, through the mouth, and he's holding and through the uh, milk carton. Yeah, that, I I like that. It was one of the most brutal things I, I saw as a child, <laughs> like in a, in 
movie format, and mm-hmm. for whatever reason, it's always just stuck with me. Sure. It was... And then when he pulls it out... Yep. Then... It, it was Vilas that you saw, you know, like, on the screen, like, nothing was hidden, and it was just... Except uh, just the brutal. stabbing's all off-screen. But then you see the blood dripping down his face. You see the yeah. knife come out and him it's fall down. Funny. I don't... It's... it's uh, Joe got desensitized pretty early on, and then I was pretty close after with, with RoboCop. <laughs> <laughs> the robot kept on shooting him. Now, when the T-1000 pulls the blade out of the dude's mouth, yeah. does he actually physically pull his arm back? I don't know. No, I, I, no, I, I think He doesn't. That's what I thought it he was. Shrinks it, he shrinks, shrinks it, it back. Yeah. Now, well, later, he pulls it back into his body. Yes, yeah. but later in the movie, he stabs some dude in the eye with his finger. Yeah. And when he's done, he pulls his hand out, which to me set me off going, why the hell are you wasting the time of pulling your arm back when you can just go boop and you know pull that back in? He, Dealer's choice. Yeah, he, the robot has <laughs> options, Joe. I believe I asked you in the first movie when the Terminator beat That's up. That's the choose your own adventure. What so, do you say in return to someone else's interaction? And so he and so this time, I mean, he it's the same probably a similar processor, so it gave him many options on what to do. He's supposed to be more advanced. He has, he has more options. <laughs> He's more human too. He's talking to people, asking him. He's not like, "Where's John Connor?" It's he's like, "Hey, I'm talking to the kids. Where have you seen this boy before?" Doop 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 doop. There was also like a one percent chance that he would have completely floated to the guy's body and made him explode. Ooh, but that, that gone inward. Yeah. I I think that's a good. The idea. random number generator didn't come up that way. So one time it, he pulled it out. <laughs> one time he pulled it back into his body. There's just like it's like a you know percentages. You got it actuary tables about what to do when you're killing somebody in the head. Well, let's go to the scene that I hate the most of this movie. It's when John Connor is hanging out with the Terminator and he says, we have to go save my mom because he, the T-1000 is going, going to go kill her and infiltrate to try to get to me. And he says no and holds uh, Eddie for long, John Connor for a moment, and then he yells for help and two guy, two very nice, nice gentlemen, guys. great guys, sees this other big guy picking on a kid. That's all they can see, and go over to help. And what does Eddie Furlong do in the meantime? He figures out that, oh, you have to follow my commands. I'm John Connor. Stand on one leg. Put it down. And then he says, hey, you need any help? Get out of here. Step off your dweebs or something, he says. He says, grab this guy. I can't believe this. And then Arnold yep. hears that. He doesn't say it like like a command, but Arnold hears it and grabs the guy, which is By the hair and I, pulls I like him that. up. Yeah. I don't know. No hair is strong. Never mind. That I work. And so what don't you like about the scene? The fact that Eddie Furlong yes. is a jackass? Yeah. Huge jackass. Yep. Yeah, he totally is. Huge little piece of shit. I mean, those guys were walking away. They they were upset, but they were leaving the situation. Yeah. They the guy almost got shot, and then, yeah, then they leave. Yeah. And this is a, don't kill anyone. Promise me you won't kill anyone. Although I do like how he doesn't kill anyone. He doesn't kill it. Well, no. just uh, maims a bunch of police officers. <laughs> nerve damage. Never walk again. Uh, shrapnel. Yeah. I am down so many with dis- that. So That's many a good disabilities. Decision. Keep summer safe. <laughs> Rick and Morty. Oh. <laughs> Some... <laughs> Let's watch Rick and Morty. Yeah. All right. But the, and then they go to the hospital or psych ward. Where Sarah Connor has yoinked a pin, not a pin. Um, Bobby pin. Uh, no, a paper clip. Paper clip. A oh, paper clip. And she got strapped down and got licked in the face by creepy guy. I think that's a standard thing that orderlies are taught to do to make sure that your patients are non-responsive. Oh, no, big <laughs> on her cheek. <laughs> yeah, that's uh-huh. like. Uh, I think you're talking about doing the knuckle on the sternum. You can poke them in the foot with a pin, <laughs> yes, that too. or you can lick their face. No, I mean this is by the book. This choice. is what the, the lead psychologist wants to do. <laughs> oh, jeez. But uh, this scene is dumb because she is able – she's strapped down completely, but her arms are able to move up to her chest. Yeah. No, you'd be completely strapped down. Yeah. You won't be able to move at all. She's got good lockpicking skills. She gets that. Then she goes over to the door. Why is there a key on the inside of her cell? There shouldn't be – she shouldn't be able to get access to a keyhole. Uh, I'd agree. That seems like a fair it's assessment. Dumb. Unless if it's like a refrigerator where there's oh. laws that you need to be able to escape if you get okay. stuck inside. Okay, see that then. Perhaps the two-way lock was cheaper and they had to get sure. like a thousand <laughs> of them. <laughs> yep. So they're but like, no, just... we can save 10% mm-hmm. by having, mm-hmm. you know, pickable locks from the inside. So when Arnold was actually governor of California, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he changed all those. The calculus but escapes, of yeah. budgets. <laughs> but she escapes and, yeah, beats up that guy and so on and so forth. But at the same time, both Terminators, of course, are there. 
There's a whole escape thing, but then I like the scene when uh, Sarah is running around and she runs and sees the Terminator or yeah. Arnold. I think and it's a very good reaction. Her, her gasp of, yeah. oh shit, it's coming to kill me. A good slowdown moment as opposed to the slowdown moment from the first movie where it's like two oh, minutes yes. of staring into a... Like in a, Technoir, yeah. that scene. Yeah, that was a little bit too silly. But this is a great scene. She runs away from him, terrified, and she's screaming at the orderlies who are trying to stop her, and he's like, he's going to kill us all. There is one orderly that looks suspiciously similar to Matt Stone. That's exactly what I thought as well. <laughs> he gets smashed into a wall, his face yeah. first. Like, Matt Stone, yeah. are you okay? I've never thought of that, but now that you say it, I yeah, know exactly like who you're talking about. That's, yep. that's pretty funny. But then, yeah, it's okay, it's okay. He's here to save us, and she's like, what? And then, oh, I see my son. And the Terminator, obviously, it's true. And they're hugging and making out. It's got to be fine. Yeah, just so many uh, make-out sessions. Totally he a false to flag e- attack by a Terminator that she didn't get. <laughs> got to look out for them false flag attacks. But then we get awesome scene. You mean the Pomeranian T-1000 walking through the gate? <laughs> T-1000 going through. Yeah, that's pretty the, cool. That, the, that still holds up, what? effect-wise. Uh, it's, that's the better of the liquid up. metal effects that they do. But on a whole, they, they mm-hmm. don't. They they look better than some things I've seen recently. Well, yes, that's true, but that doesn't mean they look good. I think they look good enough. I think they look good enough too. They don't like pull you out of the movie because they look so terrible. Like and they were used and they were used sparingly, so it's not a constant. Like oh, like here's Jar Jar again, a 100 percent CGI character. (laughs) That's annoying. I mean, it's it's what if the T1000 would have turned into Jar Jar. If you let George Lucas wow. redo Terminator 2, <laughs> we'd have much better effects on the liquid metal. Is Robert Patrick still playing Jar Jar and Terminator? <laughs> yes. I want to see that. And his his circuits I'm, get fried halfway, you expect so he's me to half... believe we should go home. <laughs> I was just trying to picture it in my brain. It, it's broken right now. The lower half is going to be the cop, and the okay. upper half is going to be Jar Jar sure. Binks. Oh, wow. But with the adopted mother's hair. Okay. (laughs) All right. Another big chase scene. Because there's chase scene in this. What? There's car chases. uh, Foot chase. Oh, yeah. There's T-1000 running after him. It's so good. And he's he's got the arms. He's got the arm things. And he grabs on the back. And he's trying to get John in the back seat of the police car they yoinked. And it looks so believable. Like, you're like, yeah, that dude is running like 40 miles an hour. Apparently, um, uh, behind the scenes stuff. He was a really fast runner, and he the first couple times they did scenes, he would catch up to whatever he was chasing because wow. he's running that fast. <laughs> Pretty good. Yeah. I mean, the the less you have to slow down or speed up your film in those scenarios, yes, the better. Yeah, and they didn't do that here. Rear, project, rear projection. I, I didn't, was going to say, I didn't, I, I I didn't, didn't notice any, any speed up. Camera sp- or, uh, film speed. Or, yeah. That is a fast dude. He's a fast dude. Doesn't but they get even... away. Then they hang out for a little bit, and then they do some repairs. They chuck a piece back, and it's like, why'd you do that? Oh, yeah. You could have kept it and, oh, like, little piece buried that got it broken off. And, the, yeah. you know, ch- do this over the course of months. Just you take be, chunks of him away. You have to be watching that little chunk, because it, it, it would be, like, trying to kill so, you in subtle ways. Yeah. How, how much <laughs> but it wasn't control. doing anything. How much control yeah, does he have it, over For, like, it? the two seconds I was on screen... I, I think eventually it would have like regained some level of uh, semi autonomous. It's like and tried RFID. To kill it has to be certain distance with to the Terminator for you, it you to reagitate the circuits inside of it and it's all liquid. liquify it. It's just liquid circuits. L- let's say that each each molecule <laughs> is a, a little tiny processor, and it's just this giant array of tiny processors. Yes, but it's not so, energized at a certain how distance. You know? Nerds. Okay, ah. it doesn't matter because. <laughs> It's a fantastical science. Okay, we're not going to get into it. <laughs> but they're safe now, and they do some repairs, and, and... They go to Mexico. Hey, come on, it's just Sarah Connor. Hey, get some tequila. Bring the tequila. Are you saying there's no people like that in, like, Arizona or New Mexico or Southern California? It's like this movie is an exaggeration of things, like action and caricatures of people. Joe. Yeah, well, because, you know, Eddie Furlong's not really acting like a human being in this movie, so... He's fine. He tries teaching Arnold how to smile, which is fun. He does a creepy That's smile. That's the only mm. good interaction between the two. He watches, he sees two little kids uh, fighting with guns, and he says, we're, we're not, not going to make, make it, it, are we? We're not going to make it as a species, are we? I don't know. I like, uh, I like that, because he is a smart kid. 
he does show that he understands. He's starting to understand things. I suppose it because they go and get the guns, and he's just talking to Terminator in the bunker, saying, "I went to a couple schools, but it really didn't work out. My mom showed me how to do all this weird stuff, like yeah, make <sighs> explosives and use guns." I'm not saying the story behind the. You're just saying Eddie Furlong is terrible. Yeah. Okay. All right. Fair enough. It's Eddie... also a bit of the writing. Well, but... hold on. Eddie Furlong or John Connor? Do you really hate Eddie Furlong? I really don't even know the guy. Oh, okay. <laughs> he was in uh, like that C Lab show, wasn't he? The the live action C Lab. There's thing. no live action C Lab. No, it's not funny about? at all. It was like on ABC or something. Jamie had his poster oh, on geez. her wall from that show. You're thinking he? of Jonathan Brandis. Same thing. You're thinking of Deep Sequest. Sequest. Yeah. Same same person in my mind. I don't know the difference. <sighs> one is alive. One is dead. He, and you'll probably guess wait, pick the wait, wrong one. Which Eddie Furlong is alive. Oh yeah. shit! We better stop talking shit about him. Exactly. Oh, fuck. But the, but uh, and also, um, uh, Sarah Connor's asking the Terminator about uh, Miles Dyson. I want to know everything about him. He's like he says like I've detailed files. I know everything. Why? Why does a Terminator have to have? Was, well, unless yeah. unless yeah, that was part of the it's, reprogramming. But he says the T-1000 also has it. Yeah. Why would you Agreed. waste that? That's kind of weird. That's waste. To have all this information on your creator. Because early on with, with the whole chip it's a religion. removal. They worship Miles Dyson. Oh. Like little shrines to him and shit. Yeah, we don't know that. We never see. It. So uh, they're, they're like the Geth then. Uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> Nerds. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, we never see uh, uh, Skylab. Not Skylab. <laughs> But uh, yeah, but Sarah's like, okay, I'm gonna go kill Miles Dyson, and and well, she she, but she has, say it. but she has, she writes it, no fate into the board. I like that he's like, oh, that's that saying she always used to say, like it's this big thing, and she's like, no fate, but what you make. So it's three more words than what she wrote. I always I, thought that was a little strange. It is a little cheesy, but I can see it because Sarah Connor is crazy in this. I mean, she would probably repeat it over and over. She might mumble, say it in her sleep over and over again. I suppose, but it it is. It's the way it's delivered by Eddie Furlong is is cheesy, and he's squeaky here because he's going through puberty. Not, yeah. it's not the kid's fault. I mean, it's just it's part of growing up. Baby. I imagine Sarah Connor saying like things like uh, starting up the microwave and being no like, fake what you made for yourself. <laughs> Eddie, um, don't use the popcorn button. There's no popcorn making, but what popcorn making we make for ourselves? So mm. meaning you have to put in the time, not just hit the popcorn button. I don't know what I'm talking about. That's way better than what I was going through in my head. So, um, but that, that's why you're an that, expert. She had that that awesome dream of kids exploding in in nuclear holocaust, yeah. which yeah. was awesome, and her on the the chain link fence exploding. Uh, that, that sequence is great. Steve Bannon has those dreams all the time, and he never tries to stop the Terminator. No, I- he because actually he's watches pushing he the sits, button. He just sits down. He's like, "Yeah, oh, yeah this yeah. is oh, oh, just, oh, here it comes. Oh, here comes, oh. here comes the blast wave by children. Now here I come. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I went there. Yeah. Well, he he's able to suck his own cock. I, I heard that from. I heard that. From, I don't. The internet, I, I may have heard from the mooch. I don't have no idea. We're dating ourselves. <laughs> okay, but she goes to go kill Miles Dyson, and they try to stop her. And uh, earlier we saw that Miles Dyson—he's a normal, nice computer guy. He, yeah, I became family. a computer guy because of Miles Dyson. For real? God damn it! We gotta kill Maybe you now. Uh, I don't know about for real, but I'm sure it has some influence. Like, hey, this guy's like a nice computer guy who just you know wants to create computers, and he has this totally sweet house and mm-hmm. pretty sweet life. Yeah, yeah he's rich. He's loaded. Going to computers. He's yeah, got his own yeah. family. Just. A really nice guy, and he's he's talking about his computer and said, "I want to figure out this computer chip to basically make the world a better place." Not what an idiot. <laughs> not explode it and make scary Terminator robots with teeth and hold their own guns. So he's, I'm assuming, supposed to be programming while he's at home. Okay, it's silly. Yes. Instead of just watching odd and end text scroll across the screen, <laughs> I'm course. just assuming it, he's programming and he's compiling. Let's that say was he's Emacs. Joe. He's compiling code no, oh, at that geez. point. So, his wife is ragging on him for not taking the kids out yeah. and having fun, and he goes, oh, "Okay," and shuts down his computer. 
I would flip a damn table. How long has that code been compiling? It can't be that short of code. He probably just wasted hours and hours of compiling. That was just a thin client. It was running back at Cyberdyne. See, that was my oh, thought, goodness. is that he's like, oh, I'll put my work oh, away, and he just Viewers, locked down his computer, and he's just letting it work. Together, <laughs> and just, they do get quite It's just a VPN. It was, it was just the video signal. Nothing computer lost, programming though. and whatnot. But if so, he doesn't keep... The information At passing point, over the VPN, stop. eventually it's just going to automatically shut down because it wants to save this on past my realm. Always on um, server. If you want to uh, okay. rate and review us <laughs> on iTunes. We're back. Or uh, Oh, and we're back. Oh, hi, everybody. But she does and she misses and she can't pull the trigger because there's kids there too and she just can't kill him. And then, yeah, Terminator shows up. Arnold shows his arm and that's when they, they lay it all out to him and says, the voiceover is... Uh, he took it pretty well for knowing that he killed 3 billion people. Yep, something like that. Something like that. But he didn't kill 3 billion people. Inadvertently, I mean, he... Men like you. I don't know. Is Mom, this... quit being a jerk. <laughs> In Sarah Connor's mind, 3 billion people, totally on that one guy. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. And what's actually good about the third movie is they just delay Judgment Day by 10 years or whatever. Because it someone else is going to come up with this technology at some point. Yeah, they would have in this. Movie there's world. off-site backups. Come on, this yes. is a regular business. They have off-site backups. Yeah. So Eric is smiling. He knows what I'm talking about. Okay, we'll try yep. to get past yep. that. Yep. But uh, he agrees. <laughs> yeah, we gotta destroy all the stuff. They go to yes. yep, Cyberdyne. They start breaking up the stuff. They go past security guards and. Uh, but T1000, he's been gone for a while from this movie, and then he shows up at Miles Dyson's mansion, and there's fire. Like, he'd been burnt all the. The documents and whatnot. And then he hears over his radio, need all the police over to Cyberdyne building. How is his radio working if it's made out of himself? My God. This movie is bullshit. You're right, Joe. This movie is terrible. But what if... <laughs> now Joe's getting defended. <laughs> That's what I was trying to do. I was trying to pull a Bugs Bunny on him. <laughs> Well, they do explain he can't do uh, mechanical items. Yes, it's explained or that he can't... complicated things. So yes. maybe a walkie-talkie is not considered complicated That's a in complicated the future. Complicated machine, Joe. He does, no. he does have computers like making up his very molecules. So ah, uh, so uh, there's oh, that. And you're wrong, Lee. His whole body is metal, so that's an antenna. Bam, <laughs> bam. Okay, this movie's good again. Thanks, Joe. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, and then there's a whole fight in in uh, Cyberdyne thing, and uh, Arnold coming out with a minigun. Much less oh, so neat. intense than I remembered. Really? As a kid, I thought it was like he is just awesome. <laughs> now it's like, who doesn't walk out and take out cop cars with a minigun? I don't what know. I, I watched it in full surround sound at like oh, you know, so like good. a pretty pretty high volume, and that scene was still pretty fucking intense. <laughs> it's really good. I mean, for the, even just for the stunt people, just to move out of the way from yeah. cars exploding, oh, the bullets good. hitting the ground, it's all great. And then he pulls out the uh, grenade launcher from the Vietnam War, which has that awesome. <laughs> Which it does make that, verified from my father. He shot that, fun, and it does make that sound. Nice. It's a good noise. It's a beautiful noise. And uh, yeah, it takes them all out. And then cheesy 0.0 casualties on his yeah. Terminator vision, which is lame. Nope. They accurate. It's accurate? Oh, yeah. They improved... Because he doesn't know exactly how many uh, humans he's shooting at, so he's doing an estimate. So that's why it's a point zero. Uh, partially estimate, and partially that he just might not have any integer registers in his, uh, you know, his CPU. So all he has is floats. There you go. I don't know. I, I, I wouldn't waste it. <laughs> Any room for just plain ints, because in the real world, floats are like what you want, right? Right? Am I right? Uh, yeah, I yeah, right in and uh, <laughs> agree with Eric. <laughs> yeah, I, I liked yeah. how they played around with gas in this sequence, sure. like the the halon gas for the data center. I'll put that in air quotes because it's it's not, not real. really a data center. And when he steals away their uh, gas canister shooter and gases all of them back and. Oh, makes well, them all coffee and stuff. Well, yeah, he's yeah he's shooting uh, tear gas canisters yes. at, back at the SWAT team. And then taking their helmets off and saying, nope, nope, nope. So you nope like the that. concept of smoke? Is that what you're saying? It does look cool, I thought. I, I like that, that's, uh, that a sequence? segment. Because it's, like, everyone's like, oh, no, we can't do that. And the Terminator's like, fuck that, I can do it. <laughs> I'm a freaking Terminator. I mean, come on. The SWAT team comes up, and it's led by um, Hank from Breaking Bad. Is Hank the guy the who's, actor? like, his... 
wife's sister's husband. Yes. The head of the yeah. DEA or whatever. Yeah, the big big bald guy. He's the lead uh, SWAT team member. He's the one. Hank the Tank? Yep. They shoot and hit Dyson, and he's holding the, because uh, he got all w- wired to bomb to blow yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. But he's holding the weight. No, wait. That's such a good scene, too. Yeah, he's holding over. He's like, he's he's holding it because he wants all the SWAT team members to get out of there. Like, I don't know how long I can hold this. That. Yeah. What so a good. Great, great done scene. Yeah, Just they all escape. Get it. out of here! Get out of here! And then explosion while the other ones are, everyone else is trying to escape. Ooh, helicopter and Joe. It's a war zone down here! <laughs> so good. It was a war, was a war zone down there. And then there's another big chase scene. Another car chase, Joe? And what? semis. What are you talking about? And semis in a helicopter. <laughs> the T-1000 gets in a helicopter and has three arms and is are piloting they, and shooting Are they it. doing jumps and wheelies with their semis? No, because it's a more realistic type movie. It would be ridiculous, Joe. <laughs> are there ramps that you can jump in L.A.? You lived there for a while, yeah, right? There's totally ramps. Oh. Big awesome scene, so on and so forth. <laughs> they all crash, but then, yeah, they get in a crappy truck. But then they get in uh, the semi, uh, the Terminator... 1000 gets into the, uh, I can't think of the name. Liquid nitrogen Thank semi. you, liquid nitrogen semi. Then Arnold jumps in the back and does the awesome, shoots him with the machine gun point blank in the chest, which is super awesome. Apparently the stunt guy, they didn't have wires for that. He just said, oh, just put some nails in the back on, so I have some traction for my boots to run across and jump on the back of the semi and do it. There were no wires for the stunt guy, is what I'm trying to say. So Arnold jumps... From the lead vehicle onto yeah. the front of the yeah he, he yeah he, he says he grab take the wheel yeah. to Connor and she yeah she run he runs on the back part of the pickup the pickup yep. they're on and then jumps to the back and so a stunt guy actually did that these yeah. guys are pretty badass pretty cool flips it crashes into a steel mill everything ends up in a steel mill somehow or another <sighs> so good but it freezes another great sequence it freezes the T one thousand now is Trump bringing those steel mills oh, back to Los Angeles is that what I heard because <sighs> Los Angeles has always been known for its steel mills right you know exactly <laughs> I bet you there's never been a steel mill in they, Los Angeles okay I'm sure they made a bunch of ships and stuff they needed to build steel right there instead of Maybe. shipping it across that makes sense they probably didn't have a steel mill. Let's look it up. <laughs> Is there an actual steel mill in L.A.? There can be. If you support support Trump? <laughs> I don't know. But uh, T-1000 gets frozen. Yeah. And it's shutting down. It's shutting well, down. Well, because it can't move. And then it, it's, yeah, it breaks his arm, he breaks apart, and he freezes. And all that looks great still. Then looks he great. shatters them. Holds up, shatters them. That looks amazing. But then the heat, oh no, it's too hot here. The heat is on. Well, anywhere outside of liquidation, it would be too hot. Yeah. But then the the mercury is coming back together, and that looks awesome as they're showing the mercury getting back together. Because it's practical effect. That's why it looks good. A lot of this movie is practical effects. One detail I noticed about the T-1000 in a lot of places was the bloop, bloop. Oh, he's getting effect. hit. Yeah, when, when he's, he's getting, getting shot. shot or when he's reforming or when he's doing anything. There's a good sound. I don't know. If, I like it. I, it annoyed me a little Really? Bit. Okay. Yeah. It was a little too cartoonish. Fair enough. That was one of the minor flaws, I would say. I mean, the sound there's a lot of cartoonish when he starts taking damage. Oh, because he, he goes, oh, he, the way he moves when he gets hit. Like well, the funk, 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 like well, that. Well, he gets the big... <laughs> Damage and stuff like that. It's kind of cartoony, mm-hmm. but especially at the end when he's like all lumped over and curled and lumped over. Oh, okay. So they get that's, they go chase that's through the whole thing. Severely cartoony. Oh, and he gets exploded and, yes. or cut. Yes. Well, all that's practical. They cut the actor. They did. Yep. They. they it was a stunt man, though. No, oh, no. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. That yeah. makes more sense. He's, he's oh, I believe it now. Yeah, he was expendable. It's fine. He, he had nails in. So they yeah, donated all his okay. major organs to uh, an LA food bank. So don't worry about <laughs> it. Yeah, they're very considerate. Good job. <laughs> Would you want a stunt guy's organs though? They're all mashed and mangled and it's good eating. Okay, fair. Oh, it's already tenderized. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I would. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> we get through the whole another chasing or run, a foot chasing. Arnold tries to fight the T one thousand, but really can't. So this is where I fell asleep. What? This is good. This is good punching. When they're playing hide and go seek in the metal factory, yes. all asleep. I don't remember. It looks any so of hot. It. And the next thing I know, I saw the Terminator all folded over on himself. I'm like, what? Oh, sh- I fell asleep. I'm sorry. Did Joe. you wake up when uh, I know now why you cry? And then he says, "I term. I can't self terminate myself." 
and you have to destroy the chip and the hand that they got. I from know Dyson. you got on the chain and they yep. lowered him down. And he gives a thumbs up. Yeah. Uh, yes. There was a whole big thing we skipped over with playing yeah, hide sure. and go seek. And, well, you yeah. can do that. I'm just oh. saying that I fell asleep during mm-hmm. that part. All right. Well, that's fine. Yeah. I mean, there, yeah, there's sir. multiple games of hide and go seek going on. There's mm-hmm. Terminator versus Terminator. There's uh, Eddie Fur- Footlongs running around. There's uh, Sarah Connor. Sarah Connor versus yep. Sarah Connor. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like all that stuff. Wait, there was Nega Sarah Connor? It was her twin sister who, like, in the back. Because Sarah Connor gets captured, but then Robert Patrick takes her place and pretends to... Oh, okay. Like, it's okay. Now that would make sense. I was like, well, where did this extra Sarah Connor come from Joe, when I fell you've seen asleep? this movie more than once. That was the looper. That, <laughs> yeah, I guess not probably the looper. Maybe I haven't seen it more than once. Wow. Maybe I just saw it, like, one and a half times. Okay. Interesting. Well, then the movie wraps up. I mean, we don't have to go through every absolutely everything. Most people have seen this movie. All right. So, what are were some other points why you really hate this movie? No, These, I, I and, truly and, and, and truly and being honest, but I understand reasons why you hate this movie because sometimes if someone really likes something and it just annoys you, it annoys you even further. Well, that that came along. Not with you. It. I'm saying the general you, yeah, not yeah, just yeah. you, but no, myself included. That does play into it a little bit, but not that much because honestly, I don't think anyone really made me watch this. Did Eric at try all. doing it at one point? I, I probably uh, hyped it up a lot. Back, he probably just had it school. on. It was just constantly playing. Mm-hmm. But that's the thing. Back then, I probably was like, "All right, whatever." I watched it. It was pretty good. Yeah. What's bad about this movie? What's good about this movie? Almost the everything. sound editing. The video, the visual effects, most of the acting, the story, the pacing. Oh my god! Just yep, everything except for Eddie Footlongs, and he was appropriate, I guess, but not likable. Do you think they could have had a better child actor? Would that have changed it for you, or helped in any way? Or no, I mean, like the I mean, the character would be the same though. He would yeah, still be a jerk here. He would still. I he was appropriate, but hard to enjoy. Okay, and maybe that actually adds to the whole thing, in that there's. Too much of a good thing is sometimes too much, and you just had to have a little bit of thing in the movie you didn't like, so that was him. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe. Joe? James Cameron has never been able to write good kid roles. No, I think you're right. In Aliens, yeah. all she does is scream the whole goddamn yes, movie. That's all she does is scream. And in this movie, what? Eddie Footlong is a walking cliche of the <laughs> early 90s. They try to shove every mm. goddamn slang phrase in oh, there yeah, they try to create slang phrases it's it's I mean, annoyingly never, well, you don't know what was popular in, in san diego like asa la vista baby could yeah, have been a thing we're all saying that yep no mm-hmm. they were no they weren't i was totally a california child at no <laughs> no it did feel that way i agree it, it's like he They're tried to make so hard to make this character connect to kids mm. and okay. it that's why it failed to, I, to me was not as good. I mean, I, certain kids probably were like, that's cool. And like, yeah, car chases. That? That's I cool. probably did think okay. that he was well, kids are cooler dumb. than me, you know, when I saw the movie. Okay. Not um, saying a lot. I don't think, I don't think, uh, James Cameron has ever had another child actor in his, any of his nope. movies because I think he might have realized that he, yeah, there's never been another child mm-hmm. in any of his movies that I can remember. What Unless else? you consider okay. CG blue Creatures no, that probably don't talk. What else is bad about this movie? Um, yep, Eddie Furlong, big negative. Yeah, this. that's the biggest problem I have with okay. it. I like I said, I fell asleep at the end where you should be. Oh, they're doing stuff, but I managed to fall asleep. Were you just really tired, or did you just not? I care? might have just been really tired. I don't know. I don't know because I'm. I, good I, I agree with the pacing. It's. I watched. I never watched the theatrical cut when I watched this movie. I watched the director's cut, and it's sixty minutes longer. It moves just fine. It's constantly moving. I'm constantly interested. I never had a problem with it. When I watched through it, I put up arrows for things that I thought were good and down mm-hmm. arrows for things that yeah. I thought were bad. And what was for your scribbly no hate? Anger? Oh, that's just because Eddie Furlong just kept talking. And the oh. more he talked, the more I hated him. <laughs> okay. I mean, that's where I lost it because I, that's the Asta La Vista part of the movie. I'm just like, I just, I find, this, this I just find it so interesting is. I've been on the record of I don't like children and don't want kids and not going to have kids, but he did not bother me whatsoever and actually enjoyed him <laughs> this time around watching him and actually appreciating that he's a pretty good actor here. I, I believe him being wanting love and a father figure from Arnold. 
I could I could see that connection together. The father figure all that kind was of really thing good. was all right. I'm I'm I really like that. I think I have equal up and down arrows on okay. my sheet of notes. So what's another down? Give me one yeah, more give me, other yeah. Down. I need I need oh. another down. Well, the high five scene, but that's between okay, Eddie Furlong. Let's and... uh, forget Eddie Furlong. Anything with Eddie Furlong. <laughs> what what makes this movie bad in your eyes, Joe? The reuse of lines from the prior movie, like the sure. "Come with me if you want to live," got a down arrow because. And I feel what happened was because. He, uh, James Cameron didn't want to make this movie. He did not want to make a sequel. He made the first one and he thought, I'm done. But he saw they're going to give you a lot of money to make new technology for movies and, and, and push, push CG where, I mean, it was 91. This is the beginning of really pushing it past what it was before. Yeah, he, he tried it with the Abyss, with the water I thought the thing. Abyss looks better than this. But because that's it's less also, used. It's, it's only it's, one sequence. It's also yeah. uh, the tone, the color tones of the movie blend sure. better. It's just a bunch of different reasons. This Which and Jurassic Park was shot it. in an indoor environment underwater. Yes. And not no an actor. Scenes, yep. No nothing really. It was, so, yeah, it was a lot more complicated. But what else is bad about this movie? I mean, it's got great action sequences... It just it, comes out. I I just it don't looks beautiful. Really, editing, sound it. editing. Pacing, it just like bores everything. you. Everything, and that's fine. I mean, I, I guess I'm just looking for reasons. I and like I I said here, it's just there's equal amounts of ups and downs from watching it this time around. It watching it did not make me go, oh, I was wrong about this movie all along. But at the same time, I'm not saying it's a bad movie. Okay. It's just a movie I don't like. Okay. And I, I also discovered that I really didn't care for the first one now as I'm older. Yeah, and I did too. I, I thought I would have enjoyed watching that yeah, I liked way that more than less. I did. Yeah. I've only seen the first one once, and it was yeah. a long time ago. Mm-hmm. It's you, not necessary. You won't be impressed with it. And this, uh, like I said, uh, James Cameron didn't want to make this, so that's why it's basically the same movie again. And you don't need to see the first one to really understand what's going on in the grand story of what's going on. Because, yeah, you, you see the future war again. Yeah, you see all these other things again, like callbacks and lines again. So would you recommend this movie? Yes. I would. The expert would. You would. Eh. I I can see people liking it. I just don't. I don't care for it. If you haven't seen it, I would totally recommend it because it kicks ass. It's one of those movies that changed movie action movies. I guess in movies in general for tone and the way things looked and how to do things, in my opinion. It was a game changer. <laughs> it blended, like, the yeah, state-of-the-art, so, a serious and gritty tone to some extent, and then a little bit of comic. And, and that's what, that's what like, I mean. That's why it was a game changer. It wasn't yeah. just a complete silly, wacky action movie. It, it went back and forth very well, in my opinion. And it was just fun. It was fun, but gritty. And uh, There you go. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, instead of me doing my little spiel here at the end, I was going to say, uh, instead of rating, reviewing, and whatnot, just uh, uh, tell us tell about us uh, to a friend. Say, hey, you like podcasts? Here's this podcast. So yep. do more uh, word of mouth type thing. So let's there try that out. Yeah. Throw rocks with the name of our podcast through people's Whatever windows. you got to do to uh, get this podcast to uh, other people. That might not be send, a good se- thing to do. Send but... one of your friends back in time. and Eddie or Kill Eddie Furlong. <laughs> My. That's that's a little bit aggressive. <laughs> so well, who, thank goodness time travel is not possible. Otherwise, so who would you recast in, in Eddie Furlong's... Uh, any person Does it have to, to be time appropriate? It can be. It, does, it can be anything appropriate or inappropriate. Mm-hmm. Who do you recast? Eddie so Furlong? I can go back in time. Anybody in 1991. Want. It doesn't matter. Oh. Live or dead. Go. This is fun. Ernest Borgnine. Ernest <laughs> Borgnine. <laughs> well, I'm okay. stuck. I got stuck on. Um, uh, Mine is dumb. It's just gonna be Nicolas Cage. Joe. Jar Jar Banks. <laughs> That's all I can think of. <laughs> I tried to think of real people, and all I could see nope, is that Jar Jar works. Binks with a little emo haircut. We have the technology. Let's make it happen. <laughs> the reboot. The 3D models are just sitting around doing nothing. Well, that, we are the Rewinders. Thanks for listening.